Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Ready Rich here. Quick note wearing my editor's hat. We talk about Donnie Dollar Teeth a lot in this episode. And we're all aware of how to say it. But nobody would say it correctly in the moment. and. It started to be uncomfortable correcting it. And Donnie himself says it incorrectly when he's talking to English speakers. So it's going to sit the way it is. Well, I like to go with that kind of definite feeling. This is Penn Sunday School. And to our listening ears, sings and round the music of the Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly, and we are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South here in Las Vegas, Nevada. By the time you hear us, the will of the people have been spoken across the land. Votes have been cast. People feel good. Others feel bad. But here we are to talk about it completely out of context, because we recorded this earlier. Pendulette. <laughs> yeah, preaching love, what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. So, um, Mox, uh, Mox got a job. My what? teenager Mox got a job. Uh, as you know, Mox is the, um, uh, Moxie is the, uh, my teenager is the youngest student of Johnny Thompson. Right. And Moxie learned something very important from Johnny Thompson, which is say yes. Yeah. Say yes. So there's this, do you know about Star Kid Productions? You ever heard about them? No, no. They're an L.A. group, and they do musicals, uh, and they do them kind of black box, kind of small, small band, like uh, maybe keyboards, maybe drums and bass. I don't really remember. And uh, they're pretty successful. They've done stuff on YouTube. They're they're successful and young, and they did a couple things. Firebringer, I think, and they did another one about. Um, the Cumberland Gap or something, or the Donner Party. Mm-hmm. And they did a musical called The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals, which is really funny. It's witty and the stuff's pretty well shot and um, very well performed. We know that about musicals. You've always got, you know, Hamilton yes. is a rarely hard musical to do. Yeah. And there are 500 people in uh, in New York City that can cold read it. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they can they can do all the rap, all the singing, all the choreography, and they can read it with the page in their hand, yes. having never heard it before, hit every note perfectly. Yes. Um, the performance on musical theater is so much better than the material. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that can do it are astonishing. Yes. And uh, I was just watching this after party thing, you know, um, Ben Schwartz, is that his name? Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, he's really, really funny. He can also sing, can also do that. So the Star Kids people do these great productions. And because my children are very fond of them, I um, I watch them, you know, with them. And we've had some good laughs. I really enjoyed it. Some good discussions. I think they might have even gone to L.A. for one. Mm-hmm. So Mox comes running into my office. Mox is all excited uh, because they have gotten in touch with Moxie as a magic consultant. Oh, uh, uh, star kid wants to do a magic trick, straight jacket escape to one of their songs. And they need someone to teach them to do that and to help them choreograph it and to put in jokes and lay it out and do the magic. And they have gotten in touch with Moxie Gillette and Moxie says, and this almost brought a tear to my eye, people all the time. Go through me to get to you. This is the first time someone has gone through you to get to me. Oh, nice. They looked up all the Penn and Teller stuff and then said, this is how we find Moxie Gillette. So when they called Mox, they asked Mox, do you know how to get out of a straitjacket? Can you get a straitjacket? Do you understand straitjackets escapes? And Mox, student of Johnny Thompson, said, yes. <laughs> set up a date to meet them in LA. Yeah. And then Mox immediately called Teller and Nate 
and said, I need to get out of a straight jacket. I need to know how to get a straight jacket. I need to learn a straight jacket escape. I need to do it in three days. <laughs> Perfect. Teller Perfect. was so proud of Mark. Yes. Teller was such a proud uncle saying, we, we can do this. We can do this. So what Star Kid did was they, uh, they got in touch with Mox yeah. and Mox has a, uh, a group of people yeah. and Lindsay, what's Lindsay's last name? Better? Uh, who, the, the juggler. Uh, oh, is she in town? The one where she's with opium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lindsay Benner, I think. Lindsay Benner. Yeah. Um, Mox got in touch with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Lindsay does a straight jacket escape. Great act, yeah, yeah. Great act. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lindsay, Nate, with the full, uh, Penn and Teller collection of straight jackets, were all over there. Mox came to me Thursday night, and Mox and I had a little pretty wonderful dad and teenager working on magic for a couple hours. Yeah. So Mox uh, showed me a card trick that Mox had done with Teller. And then I'm working on this dice thing and uh, got comments from uh, from Mox on that as he read the directions from Classics of Magic. And then uh, Mox did the straitjacket escape for me. And uh, I gave some comments. And then uh, yesterday, no, day before, Friday, uh, I took Mox to the airport. Mox flew to Los Angeles. And uh, yesterday, Mox met with the Star Kid people, and they were wonderful to Mox. Introduced Mox to the whole applause. We're so happy to meet you. And then Mox did a great, great, great job. Awesome. And Emily had driven them over. And uh, while they're working the straight jacket escape, Emily made a comment, and Mox turned to her and said, I believe I'm the consultant, not you. <laughs> Which I couldn't get away with saying. Not at all. But I also know that any room Emily Gillette is in, is she is a consultant. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's awesome. I mean, you know, listen, I've worked some consultant gigs. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Great job. And have you said yes when you had no idea what mm, you were talking yeah, about? Of course. Because, <laughs> yes, we have access to resources. Yeah, that's that's what that's yeah. what the real question is. That's the question is, yeah. The question is, can you figure this out quicker than we could? Yes. Like, can I arrive at the date that you need answers for with answers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not asking you the real question. That That is the real question always. Yeah. The question is not, can you do this right now as I'm asking you? Right. So, uh, uh, Mox was over the moon. I FaceTimed with Mox last night. Never seen Mox happier. That's so cool. Now, uh, Mox also performs going down this straight jacket deep dive. Did she, uh, find an inclination to do it? Uh, I think, I think it'll be part of the Mox repertoire. Yeah. I think it, I think, I think it will be, uh, very soon. I also have to relearn stupid. You know the trick I did, stupid? Yes. With the piece of rope in my ear? Yeah. Which I remembered none of? Oh, well, I'm going to be doing that. Uh, I'm going to be doing that for a uh, hosting gig I'm doing in Houston. Oh, very I cool. I have to learn that again. And Mox may learn at the same time. Oh, good. It's so, a good bit. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Good and bit. I think it'll work for a, a lot of people, including Mox, so that'll be good. Absolutely. It's good. Mm. It's a good stage a stage rope trick. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's good. And I've forgotten it. All of it. It's amazing how much I can forget in a short period of time. It is, because you worked wicked hard on that for a I really long did. time. I really did. And didn't remember a move of it. And then, so I pulled up the video, because we have Aaron now, so everything's all labeled really well. Yeah. I could actually find the video of me doing it. Five versions, plus all the rehearsals. Aaron had them all laid out. And I watched it and went, "That's that's not bad. Yeah. I had enough distance from it that I could see it is okay. Yeah. And I said, boy, I got to learn that. I remember my thumb hurting. I got to learn that. You Ooh. did it on Fool Us with Debbie Gibson, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I did it uh, with um, Rebel- uh, Wilson. Rebel Wilson on uh, Jonathan Ross's show over in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it went uh, went very well. Went very well. You have to remember to turn the monitors off if you're doing it on TV. Oh, yeah. Because they can see the angle that's that's, that's being shot. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it takes that it takes that away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have that and um, uh, I guess you've already announced this, but I'm going to announce it again. 
uh, over Thanksgiving and Christmas. I should have the actual dates, but I think like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. of Thanksgiving, where the Thursday is Thanksgiving, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there will be a show at the Penn and Teller Theater of Penn Jillette and Michael Carbonaro. Yes. And is Michael Carbonaro going to do his shaving cream? Yes, he is. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do, uh, uh, broken bottle juggling. He's going to do shaving cream. I think it'll be a really good show. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be November 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th, as well as December 23rd through 30th. 23rd through 30th. Yeah. Yeah. I think we may be adding a show January 1st too. Okay, great. But it's already selling very, very well. And I can tell you, and I should actually start every show with this. I didn't start the last show with this. Teller's doing so well. Yeah. It is amazing. Teller's doing so well that he is driving. What? So that period of time we had when Vegas was a little safer, that has gone away. <laughs> Teller's driving. Teller, uh, here's, here's great, okay? Uh, Teller had um, open heart surgery a month ago, right? Yeah. I called Teller up yesterday and said, hey, buddy, should I come by and visit you? And he said, I'm too busy. Wow. Yeah, I'm too busy. Uh, he's, he's, he, was, he was doing a Zoom consulting thing on the Tempest that he's, they're doing his directed version in uh, D.C. He had a Zoom with them. He was meeting with Zeke. He has all this stuff he's doing. He's really, he's really coming back very, very strong, which means, and I can't promise this, but uh, uh, when Carbonaro and I do the show, Dell is a little worried about um, having the stamina to do a whole Penn and Teller show. But he's certainly going to be in, in good shape. Hilarious to do one trick or yeah. stop by. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Our special guest tonight, Teller. <laughs> so he's talking about doing the uh, goldfish thing in the middle of the pendulum. So wait, Carbon. where's Carbonaro's dressing room then if this can happen? <laughs> Carbonaro will have a dress. He, did, he never took my dressing room at Teller's. Oh, okay. He took a different one. Yeah, yeah. The, the one you took when you were doing Penn and Friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, was, there was another place for you. Sure. That's where Allison Hannigan's dressing room is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coolest. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, what you, that's what you had there. And uh, I told Carbonaro, wouldn't the audience go crazy if Teller came out and did a bit during our show? And Carbonaro said, yes. And I said, okay, Michael, you follow it. <laughs> uh, we're doing a lot of bits together, Carbonaro and I. You are. Um, like which ones? We're going to do souvenir. Okay. With Carbonaro helping me out. We're also going to do coin flip with Carbonaro. Oh, that's so great. Be nice. We're also doing misdirection with Carbonaro. And then when he does his little, uh, I shouldn't say little, should I? Oh, come on. When he does his, uh, pure imagination balloon thing, you remember that thing? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be playing bass on it. So Carbonaro will be singing. I'll be playing bass. Jones will be playing uh, piano. And on, on the uh, shaving cream bit, yeah. which I guess is Carbonara's most famous bit, yeah. uh, Jones and I will be playing the music. Yeah. So I'll be playing a lot of bass in this show. Someone asked me the other night if I'd be playing bass um, when we do the show with Carbonaro, and I said, oh, yeah, more than I do in the Penn & Teller show. So I'll be playing bass. That should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. It's going to be very fun. Um, and then Penn & Teller back starting in 2023. Great. That's very exciting. That'll be nice. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What uh, We're not going to announce what you're going to be doing. But what gigs you got coming up before that? Um, I was going to say is that I'm getting texts from people. <laughs> Saying that they've getting they're getting targeted ads for the project that I don't know whether we're supposed to talk about yet or not at all, but I guess the word's already out. They're getting targeted ads, yeah, on Facebook and stuff. For the for, we can talk about it then, right? I think so. Okay, yeah, okay, talk about it. Well, you're producing a tour. Yeah, I'm going to be in that tour called Penn and Teller Foolers. Yeah, it's the Foolers people that we really really like. And you're playing where? We're playing uh, Akron, Ohio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and in Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah. 
And a few nights in each place, or uh, one night in each place. It's three nights uh, in the third weekend of February, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a killer lineup of uh, some very cool magicians. You and Vinny, and me and Vinny, um, uh, Jessica Jane Peterson. Mm-hmm. There's one more. There's one more person. Yeah, Alex Ramone. Alex Ramone. Yeah, who's, who's I was like the, the the best of us. Who's who is it? Alex Ramone. That's it. It's going to be a great tour. Uh, we're putting together some stuff. It's it's, it's going to be. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm very nervous about it, but it's going to be awesome. And you're going to be, we're, we're going to also have you doing uh, Penn and Teller bits. Yes. You're going to be doing Casey of the Bat. That's Which exciting. we haven't done in years. No. You'll be doing my part in that. Yes. And we're going to be doing a trick with you, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we'll be on video and you'll be doing the, uh, you'll be doing the trick. Yeah. So it should be really, really fun. You see sweats just come up on my brow right now, right? <laughs> like, uh, it's so exciting. And when's that going to be? The third weekend of February. Whatever that is, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, or something like that. Oh, yeah. you're doing three, three nights in a row? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We start in Milwaukee and then, and then move around. Well, I'll also tell you, this yeah. is no secret to you, Yeah. that we are going to have uh, a lot of people there that weekend, Yeah. and we are hopeful of doing it many, many other places. Yes, this is a, this is a fine proof of concept that can go on to many more places, I, I hope. Yeah. That, that would be very exciting. You know, it's the one thing, like, you, well, you work in a duo, but when you travel alone as magicians or whatever, it's, I'm coming from an improv background, so I'm so excited to be traveling with other people doing the same show. <laughs> to talk yeah. about it before and after. Well, the, the other thing is, when that when the show goes for a while, yeah. it'll start to expand. Yes. You know? They'll start doing stuff with each other. Yes. And that'll be really nice. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I said to Carbonaro, let's build in a lot of places for us to fuck around. Yeah. You know? So we can just be on stage and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and having fun and making fun of uh, Carbonaro. Although I had one, I said, I'll, I'll do a segue into here where I'll say this. And I Carbonaro said, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm used to having a partner who doesn't talk. So, mm. all right, fine. I'll listen to you. Uh, yeah, I'll be in Red Bank on uh, February 18th, a Saturday. Did you have the other show? Uh, no, it's, we're just doing one show. Okay. It's going to be just going to be one show. I'm, I'm good at selling 400 tickets and not 800 tickets in Red Bank. Fair. Fair. Okay. Good. Fair. Um, but, uh, and so yeah, I'll be just doing the one night there. I might be doing a warm up night before that somewhere in Maryland. I'm still working that out. Is it just you? Just me. One night. One night only. Just, just Matt me. Donnelly. Yeah. You said about this doing the bookstore stop in Las Vegas. It was weird that everything in the book is right around people. Like I tell so many stories, some true, some false in my act that uh, it's going to be very weird to do it in Red Bank, New Jersey. When everybody's part of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they know, they know Holy Cross Grammar School and, and Sister Lorraine, who was the former bike gang member turned nun. Uh, <laughs> they won't be blown away by that story. They know it. Is that true? That is true. Yeah. Before I do a Magic Square what, routine. What are you talking about, bike gang member? Yeah, Sister Lorraine. She was tough. Uh, but she was, uh, she's, you know, she's one of the people who, who, who became a nun because she had found God. Uh-huh. And before that she was in a motorcycle gang. Really? Yeah. 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 And she was a very, very strict math and science teacher. Really? Yeah. Sister Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Scary lady. Uh, yeah. Did she have a biker vibe to her? Uh, you know, I, I, it's tough because that was the introduction to that, right? So, like, to me, uh, yes, because that she's the first biker I knew. <laughs> and was she, did she wear a habit? Yeah, yeah. Our, our nuns were full Franciscan nuns at Holy Cross. The full really? habit. Everything. That mean, like, head shaved and stuff? Or no? Maybe, I don't know. It was all covered with a habit. All covered with a habit. Yeah. They always kept the tissues up the sleeve, which I thought was weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The three ropes, stuff like that. Yeah. Was it, did they take a vow of no pockets? I think so. That's what the third knot's for, I think, is no pockets for God. Yeah, no yeah. pockets for God. Yeah, Franciscan nuns. They're God Franciscan. doesn't like you hiding stuff in pockets. That's the one place God can't see. <laughs> he can not He can see into your soul, but he can't see into pockets. It pisses him off. Is there, I can't. Is there a credit card? God damn, damn it. it. Damn it. Uh, uh, what's that carny vibe of like, uh, don't worry, there are pickpockets in the crowd. and everyone oh, yeah, touches. Yeah. Yeah. That's what God does. He tries to get everyone to identify what's yeah. in their pockets. Hmm. That's that's well. That's in my book. It is. That's in random. I'm I'm uh, listening to random. Reading random. Re- listening to random. I find out everyone else counts books on tape as reading. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say I'm reading random. Mm-hmm. But because uh, we were hosting the Zoom thing, I wanted to get through as much of the book as I as I can getting into today. 
there's a lot of great stuff in that book. A lot of really fun well, stuff. Well, thank in you. That you book. haven't even gotten to the book yet. Yeah. We're on chapter 13. Yes. Yeah. The the book starts after that, really. <laughs> if there's anything you didn't like in the first 13 chapters, it will be fixed as you go on. I'm just telling you. Okay, great. Just setting up stuff. I was going to say, one thing that I've observed already, has anyone talked about your writing style at all, at these, these Q&As? Well, go, go ahead. What do you want to say? I'll say that like all of your main character's thinking happens in conversations and all the narration is like, boom, done. Like everything stated, when everything stated in the character, he's just telling us how it is, how it's going to go down and what's going on. And the only time he debates anything is when he's having a conversation with somebody. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all the turmoil, inner turmoil is only expressed in conversation. But when it comes to getting the tattoo done or, you know, going to gamble or all that stuff is just, uh, it's all just like right there. This is what's, this is what's happening. The, narr no. the narration is like basically done with like, and then there's this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just let it know. But you'll find, you'll find some yeah. sides. Yeah. 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 And you also like that Pendulette does appear in the book. Yes. But only as this asshole headliner. <laughs> And not even named, but it's very clear it's talking about I me. I really like that. I like both Perry's in there, Jones is in there. There's a couple of, there's a lot of friends in there. And then, the and then Piff, yes. Piff shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see Piff shows up. And in this universe, Johnny Thompson is alive. Love it. And uh, I think, I don't think I said this before. So, uh, you know, we're, I sold this as a TV show. Yeah. And then uh, they didn't end up doing it. Mm -hmm. I sold it again as a TV show. They didn't end up doing it. So I said, fuck it. I just write the book. Don't have to deal with anybody else. So now that I've written the book, they want to do it as a TV show. It so clearly should be a TV show. Yeah. So they're talking to me. Uh, and one of the people we're talking to about this show actually says to me, and who, who are we thinking of uh, to play Piff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> I said, well, I was, I was thinking of Piff the Magic Dragon. He, he has the wardrobe. <laughs> done just say <laughs> we know piff the magic dragon does not like to learn lines we do know that right 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 we know that very well from uh pen and friends <laughs> where we tried to do this this ending yeah where piff had three lines <laughs> and had to like essentially write them on his arm <laughs> he's a very improvisational little dragon he is yeah he is which means he does not like to do any fucking work <laughs> Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. On holiday, there's nothing like doing nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight, so you can go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing for less. Expedia, made to travel. Mr. Piffles. Yeah. Mr. Piffles will be uh, 13? 15. 15? Yeah. Mr. Piffles will be 15 on uh, Monday the... Uh, 16th? 16th. Is that what it is? Monday the 16th. Mr. Piffles. Mr. Piffles will be November 14th. Monday, November 14th. Mr. Piffles is turning 15 years old. That's one old fucking dog. That is one old dog. And um, he's not doing any new tricks. No, 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 no. But they're having a big uh, shindig for him. Big party. You going to be there? Yes. I'll I'm sending a video. Okay. I'm going to send a video of me wishing Mr. Piffles a happy birthday. Trying to think of what I'm going to do. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Piffle expects something um, good, clever, which I don't have. <laughs> Donnie Osmond will be there. Yeah. Well, Donnie yeah. Osmond is a, uh, Donnie Osmond's a good guy. Very good guy. Loves Piff. Loves Piff. Yeah. So uh, I'm very excited to be, to, I just want to go hang out with Donnie. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, on the last uh, episode of Fool Us. Oh, yes. We had Donny Osmond, who nobody noticed because Danny D'Artez was on. That was crazy. That was crazy in the moment. Yeah. If you haven't, it was on the latest episode that aired, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you watch on TV? Uh, I haven't watched that episode yet. I'm, I just, I'm up through episode three uh, of this season. 
But Danny Ortiz, you know, it was so funny when Hondro was first on, it was the first time you guys really didn't want to walk back to your seats and just wave down the trophy. Yeah. When Danny Ortiz was going, he didn't even get to the trick that he was going to do to fool you before you guys looked at each other and were like, let's just bring down the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think you could beat Hondro's record by, by going in even earlier than that. But, uh, uh, and the funny thing is that, uh, I don't know if you, do you know this, but they, uh, Danny didn't pitch anything. Like Danny, mm-hmm. Danny was helping another person perform and our producers were like, you're here, you know, it'd be stupid not to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. And he just said, fine, I'll do it. And they're like, well, what are you gonna do? He's like, I'll think of something. And the producers just go, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Danny. Uh, I don't like to label people this way, but yeah. is he simply the best? It, you know, and what he does, absolutely. I mean, just if you want to get gather people around a card, uh, around a table, and get your brain fried by by every all kinds of different card tricks. It's Danny Dirtis. I don't think there's anyone better. I yeah, just don't think. I mean, I think he's gotten better than Juan. Uh, his teacher, right. which is what Juan, of course, wanted. Right. And I think he's done that. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about Danny, but first we're going to talk about coffee. How yes. are you doing with the uh, with the tra- with the trade trade coffee now? Uh, still uh, nothing but the land of unicorns and rainbows for me. Really? Because the trade coffee just makes my life much better. It's so good, isn't it? If you if you love drinking coffee every morning, and who doesn't? You have to check out Trade Coffee. Trade makes it super easy to get the best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country. You know, when you when you travel like we do, you find these little coffee shops that have. They do their own roasting and everything. It's always a really exciting thing. Yeah. What Trade Coffee does is find these people all around, all conscientious, all local stuff, yeah. all sourced the way it's supposed to be, you know, guilt-free coffee, and uh, really good, crazy good. And they uh, they just do all of it. They are the coffee subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day, no fancy equipment required. Mm-hmm. You can uh, decide how you like to make it, yep. right? What kind of uh, flavor you like, and they got good stuff for you. What have you been drinking lately? They just sent me uh, by this company called Methodical, and it's mm-hmm. their late-night blend. Uh, has hints of roasted nuts, Smoky with dark chocolate. Ooh. It is a very good coffee. I, I well, I get the decaf, you yeah. know, so I have to get different stuff than you. Yeah. But boy, they have a really good decaffeinated uh, coffee, and it's 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 rich. It's it's got good names. Too. Yeah, they always got good names, and uh, it's people around. It's it's the places you'd want to go yeah. if you were in those towns. Yes, you know, little local coffee roasters. We just had one of those open up in Vegas. Yeah, a local coffee roaster. I hope that they'll. Um, They'll end up being picked up by Trade Coffee, but um, it's really, really good. I really like it. Whether you already know what you like or you're new to specialty coffee and need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans for however you make your coffee at home. Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee. Let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash pen. That's drinktrade.com slash pen. For $30 off your subscription to the best coffee in the country, drinktrade.com slash pen. Yeah, they're really good. I like them a lot. Uh, You know, we've really got it well done now. Yes. We really have ads for things that we like. That's the truth. You know what I mean? We threw out a few. Uh, we bring in new ones. It's it's good. I like to be, when ads are really simple, ads become really easy when you really like the thing you're talking about. And we, yeah. we've got it, we got it down to that. But Danny D'Artez, uh, I said this before, but now that people have seen it, I'll say it again because I think it's so funny. Uh, Donny Osmond is a pro. He is a professional. And when he shows up to a gig, he is Donny Osmond. Yes. So he showed up to a gig to be Donny Osmond watching Magic. So Donny Osmond had loaded, whoa, I can't believe it. That really is something, right? (laughs) Yeah. Donny was all set to do that and do it convincingly. And then you see Donny 
turn into Donny Osmond, not the entertainer, but absolutely blown the fuck away. Yeah, yeah. And that really made me laugh because I'm sitting next to him and, and Donnie's going, whoa, that, wah! that you know, That's it. Yeah. You watch him play it up for yeah. cameras as a pro on mm-hmm. the first round. Yeah. And then you watch him really get fried the rest fried. of the time. Yeah. 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 He had nowhere to go. It was so much fun. Yeah. You know, there's always, when you're watching uh, on your show, yeah. show that you produce with your name in it, someone's performing, you have this nervousness because you want them to be good, which you always have. Yeah. When you go to a comedy club, like an open mic, there's that horrible fear, like, oh, I hope this person doesn't bomb. Yes. Oh, Christ, if they bomb, this will be a drag. I hope they're really good. And on Fool Us, we always want people to be as good as they could possibly be. And we sat down with Danny, and it was just, oh, we can relax. This is going to be one of the best segments we've ever done on the show. Yeah. And there's no doubt about that. And just, you know, bend over, Danny's driving. Yeah. Really good. It's the truth. Uh, we can talk about the three tricks I've seen you perform so far this year. Uh-huh. You did Bucket of Blood. Yeah, how'd that come out on the show? It, looked, it came out great. It came out really good. Um, you know, it, the, the, there is a, there's COVID protocol. So like studio audience again or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in a way you're talking to no one about CW while you're on the CW. Right. So it's definitely next level mm-hmm. for, for the, for that routine. You did sleight of foot, mm-hmm. which I think is funny because you guys have actually, <laughs> you know, when you guys first started working on sleight of foot, you had a few people write you like, Hey, just, so you know, I know so-and-so does a foot routine and you're like, idiot. We're not actually trying to be the best at sleight of foot. We're doing a bit <laughs> sleight of foot. But then you guys actually did get better at it. Yeah. Like you got frustrated and you started actually doing more things with your feet. So at Fools, it was funny to go back to like, oh, this is really when you're doing nothing. We're you- doing nothing in the original. <laughs> now we're getting better and better all the time. You know, Steve Martin yeah. carried a banjo out on stage for a joke. Yeah. And then learned to play it essentially on stage, getting better every <laughs> night. That's what we're doing sleight of foot. Also, Jay Marshall yeah. did it with the bagpipes. Oh, just put him as a joke and then eventually wanted to get good at bagpipes? No, Ed Sullivan, for some reason, said it was some gig. Maybe it wasn't Ed Sullivan. It was some gig they said to Jay Marshall, uh, can you play bagpipes? And Jay Marshall, as he would have taught Mox, yeah. said, yes, yes, I can play bagpipes. And then went and got bagpipes and learned how to play them before the gig. <laughs> and then kept playing more and more till Jay Marshall actually got pretty good at bagpipes. Wow. So you can drag a prop on stage. You know, what I would suggest in your show was say, sure, I can do an appendectomy. <laughs> Bring you up to the audience who need appendectomies. Yeah. And I'll tell you, four or five years, you'll actually be a surgeon. <laughs> Perfect. I discovered I'm supposed to wash my hands. <laughs> Does anyone here not need their appendix? Does anyone feel weird lower back pain? <laughs> um, you also performed Espanol. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boy, that's a good trick. Yeah. Andro, Andro worked with us on that. Yes. Uh, was that the closer to the Dana D'Ortez show? No, that was the closer to the, um, that was uh, Helen Coughlin came back. Oh. Yeah. Jason Michaels, who did the um, Tourette's routine with his, he really had Tourette's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the cursed deck spelling curse words. Uh, Brian Curry, Theron Christensen. But yeah. Um, yeah, so far your foolish have been Helen Coughlin. Of course. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, she, you know, was hanging out there for days because they kept bumping her, knowing that she would be good. Um, so I ended up like having to keep because she used to stay hidden from you. Yeah. We kept, I was with her hanging out backstage for a lot of time for this season. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. hanging out with Helen. Boy, they really just sit around thinking about trying to, how to fool you guys, huh? Yeah, that's all they do. <laughs> that's the thing about Helen Coughlin. Everyone else on the show is like um, working on stuff they're going to do in a show. Yeah. She doesn't do a show. No. Her father doesn't do a show. No. Nope. They sit, we went there when we were in Australia. They sit in their garage. How can we fuck with Penn and Teller? <laughs> That's it. And, you know, she's very, very hung up about uh, wanting to fool us more times than Hondro. Yes. Well, that was the thing from season four. She fooled you guys first, but aired second. Mm-hmm. So Hondro got credit as the first four-time fooler on Fool Us. And so she uh, fooled you this time. And the first thing she was saying to producers, she goes, if you're bringing Hondro back, you air him second. <laughs> I am first. I am the first five-time fooler. Yeah. She was not fucking around. And she was. 
Yeah. She was. With the, she showed us how she did those goddamn tricks. Jesus Christ. Oh. It's just stupid. It is stupid. I, I, By the way, Helen, you yeah. don't need to work that hard to fool us. <laughs> I was like, uh, she showed me the same, the milk thing with a rod through the milk glass, the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, you can go ahead and show the world this. They will, no one will do it. No one, <laughs> no one will do magic this way. No. It is crazy complicated. Yeah. She showed us in her garage in Australia. Yeah. Oh, you want to see how I fooled you with that? Yeah. Oh, it rotates 45 degrees and there's a- Off a switch that's not unseen? Oh, it's fucking crazy. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Well, they work forever. But you know, she said a sentence to me yeah. that put the fear of Jesus in us. We don't know if there's another season to fool us yet. Right. You know, I think they want one, but we'll see. But um, if there is, Helen Coughlin said, you know, I'm thinking of like teaming up with Hondro. Ah. Could you imagine if Helen Coughlin and Hondro show up with one trick? Jesus Christ. Especially if they're both so tough on you guys. They really, you really might just get manhandled in a tag team wrestling way. They're brutal. <laughs> They'll be lifting up a chair he is over the head with it. <laughs> Uh, Benjamin Barnes is one of the early foolers of this season. He had the uh, card Allison selected. He, he fanned out a card. Rang a Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Look around, put it into a pack, sealed it, put a sticker on it, Allison initialed it into his pocket. Allison named the card and he pulls it out of his pocket. That was inspected as empty. Oh, yeah. Benjamin Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago Magic Lounge, Benjamin Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Good guy. And the Van Hargen twins of... Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, man. The twins. Oh, the twins. God damn it. They fooled us so bad. Yeah. So bad. And it was such a goofy act. It is the goofiest thing we've it's had on. Very silly. Uh, very silly. Uh, Crazy. But, but two people who love, love what they're doing. They are... If you think like the joke would be that like if the cameras are off, they become miserable and sink into a chair or something. Yeah, yeah. They are as bubbly and interchangeably just going around. They were, they were, they were the the queens of fool us this season. Yeah, they were. They just they were brought around everywhere. Everyone was showing how everything worked. They were digging how everything worked. They just were like all over the place. Bells of the ball and giving pictures with them. Yes, they were. They were so their whole family. Yeah, are just bubbly. Yeah, bubbly and happy. This is the way people should be. Yeah, it's like a whole family of puppies. And again, we had no studio audience this year, so it's just this random parade of energy when the Van Hargen twins and company <laughs> would come through any room, just picking up everyone's spirits as they yeah, did. Yeah, really, <laughs> they were hysterical. I'm I'm just squealing with laughter the whole yeah. time, aren't I? Yeah, and you. Uh, I mean. You guys got fooled and you loved, loved when you found out. Oh, the way they did it is so stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. When you're watching this, yeah. think of the stupidest way yeah. they could fool us. And they did. Yeah. And it was a righteous fucking fool. Yeah. It was so righteous. We did not have a clue in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so the only one, I haven't watched the episode four yet, but that's the one with Danny DRTs. I just remember from memory, because I remember that you guys wanted to bring in the trophy. All of us in the, because I'm in the truck, so all of us in the truck were like, that was fantastic. And then he says, all right, now I'm going to start the trick to try to fool you guys. Yeah. After all of us were completely satisfied with Danny's performance. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to see how it came out on tape, because that was really funny in the truck. Yeah. Like, he's starting now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, it's, it's really... Um, uh, I will tell you that um, in terms of magic history, yeah, and in terms of magic fans, yeah, that show of fool us will will be historic. Is historic, yeah, because Danny will not do magic on TV. No, he really doesn't like it. Not in Spain. Yeah, he doesn't do magic on TV at all. He doesn't do magic for lay people. No, he's just working for magicians now behind the scenes. So that was an incredible coup. Yes. 
absolutely yeah. incredible coup to get him to do that. And I'm actually looking again. I have to, we have to watch it so maybe we can recap it again. But um, our friend Carolyn was on the same episode with Danny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did the spirit uh, cabinet, or yeah. let's go with the cat, or whatever. They were good. They were, they were really great. Good. It was really fun. It was a neat, neat, neat routine. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, also watching Espanol Air on TV. Uh, you guys have worked crazy hard on that trick too. So I'm, I'm now starting to feel it. Now that I work with you more, I'm starting to feel your pain of like, oh. yes, that was good, but please come see the show. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> like Slide of Foot was good on TV, but it's great now. Yeah. Espanol is great on TV, but oh, it's so much funnier. Come see the show uh, where they do Espanol. Yeah, we've, so ad- great. we've added, we've added so much. And yeah. It gr- well, that's what live performance is, you know? Yeah. And that's what you really see. It's a difference between the Beatles and Dylan. Yeah. The Beatles were not, I mean, later in their career, they were not live performers. Yeah. So Sergeant Peppers didn't get better. Right. That's what they put out. Now, many people will tell you it was good enough. Right. Because it was. But Dylan, you see uh, Tangled Up in Blue, there's another, you know, 40 years of Tangled Up in Blue. Yeah. Where it just grows and does stuff. And that's what live performance is supposed to be. Yeah. You go that night and you see that night's version of those things. And they move along and they grow and they become different things. That's um, Definitely. Like years ago, we talked about, um, years ago, I believe two episodes ago, <laughs> um, I got mixed up with where the story's going, which is, we talked about George Carl. Yeah, yeah. Being on The Tonight Show. Yeah. And Johnny Carson was on the air for so long. You can find an early version of George Carl on The Tonight Show uh-huh. and a late version. And when you see the late version, you see an old man come out. Yeah. And you kind of go like, oh, can he still do it kind of thing is yeah. the feeling. And it's much better. Yeah. Like he's just, just years and years and years under the belt of doing his act. You see it. It's better. Yeah. Well, Bobby May, the juggler who worked in uh, vaudeville the whole time. Yeah. You know, the end of his career is very different than the early on. And he's doing the same routine. Yeah. Same routine. They just get better and better and better. You know, it's, it's uh, that's something I, as when I was young, I didn't understand like who's on first, right? Like, uh, I kept trying to find a script with it and you find scripts with like different details or whatever. And as a kid, I didn't understand that, that wasn't like a Shakespearean written thing, which we now know the Shakespearean written thing was not the Shakespearean written thing. <laughs> Right right, 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 right. You know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of drafts of that shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that when you're doing this at vaudeville, you kind of just take a left some nights, take a right some other nights. It's not really this yeah. set in stone Are thing. Are we doing the t- to be thing tonight? <laughs> I mean, the, the monologue is killing. We should do We should do the soliloquy, to be or not to be. Crowd loves it. Yeah, but the this town, the pubs only stay open until 11. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm not going to kill myself right now. <laughs> Boy, that soliloquy flew by. <laughs> you know what, guys? I don't know why I'm so angry. I just haven't processed it. <laughs> you know, um, Henny Youngman yeah. would go on stage. He loved baseball. Henny yeah. Youngman was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. One-liners. Famous for the line, take my wife, please. Yeah. That was his, that was his big joke. And he would go on with a transistor radio in his ear, listening to the ball game. Oh my God. He would listen to the ball game while he was out there doing jokes. And if there was a final exciting uh, game going on, yeah. he would cut, he would, he would be booked for an hour. He would do 45 minutes. He'd be the last 15 minutes of the game. <laughs> Dave McKenna, the great piano player. Yeah. You know, uh, Jonesy's hero. Yeah. Great piano player actually played whole sets at um, at uh, the Ritz in Boston, whatever the, whatever the hotel was. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd play whole sets with a transistor radio earpiece in his ear, listening to the baseball game, playing cocktail piano all night. That's... Listen to the ball game. I'm, I'm... The best thing I ever admitted to myself was that I'm a terrible multitasker. Uh-huh. And uh, so when I hear people that can do it, I, I'm jealous because part of me said I could do that for years. Mm-hmm. And I realized, boy, was I terrible at it. Well, supposedly no one can. You have yeah. to go back and forth really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how you listen to a ball game and play. No. But you know, Jonesy plays impossible stuff while talking. Yeah. When he's warning, warming up, you can chat with him and just be playing. He talks to the microphone of the, um, like like uh, like Matt Franco, you gave away his whole thing. <laughs> he talks to the uh, sound person while he's playing. Yeah. During a solo. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess like you, well, you, you said, you know, the, 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 when you're most present, it's your best performance might be a lie. Cause you, you can go through some routines yeah, yeah. a million times and that's it. You find, I don't, I, I don't, I've never done anything enough to know that feeling. <laughs> well, who's on first. <laughs> yeah. Drives me crazy. Yeah. It is a nonsense routine. Totally. It is based on Johnny fucker faster. <laughs> That's what it's based on. Johnny fucker faster. You give someone a name that is improbable and then make jokes about how improbable the name is. Yes. I, not my kind of joke, <laughs> but yet them doing who's on first was fabulous. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. It must be on YouTube, but Gilbert and I did who's on first. Well, that the premise of you guys of what you guys did, how you did it yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. And that's like worth repeating in some way down the road or something, but that's great. Yeah. But Gilbert and I did who's on first on Sin City Spectacular. Yeah. And I believe, I don't know how they edited it down, but it must be online. Yeah. It must be on YouTube. Um, we did like 20 minutes of yeah. who's on first, Gilbert and I. Yeah. Start restarting it every single time. Yeah. Anytime someone messed up, you had to go back and start from the beginning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's hysterical to me. Like that, the game of doing who's line, uh, yeah. who's on first. Yeah. That is a great bit. Well, when anyone screwed up means when Gilbert, when Gilbert screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the one who called to start back at the beginning. We just kept going back and back and back at the beginning. I mean, boy, goddamn. Ah, uh, Gilbert, so funny. Yeah. So, so deeply funny. And, um, it's been a tough time. I guess when you get, when you get to your late sixties, which is where I am, mm -hmm. where I be, you have, uh, you lose the people that mean the most to you. They just, uh, they just go away. You know, Max Maven and, yeah. uh, Saget yeah. and, uh, Gilbert. Yeah. Just gone, gone, gone. And, uh, AJ. It's hard. AJ. Yeah. Jesus. AJ. Yeah. Just gone, gone, gone. It's a very sad thing. Well, I plan on being very distant from people once I turn 50, and that'll yeah, keep the pain yeah. away. Yeah, start hating people. <laughs> start hating people. Get yourself a very young dog. <laughs> you know, get yourself Mr. Piffles. 15, yeah. well, 15 years won't do you when, no, when no. you're 50. No. I don't think you have to really start this till you're 60. Okay. Then I'll start keep... pulling back. <laughs> I'll keep some books around then, yeah. Yeah. You can be you can be jovial, convivial. Yeah, you can be convivial until you're uh, sixty. Yeah, all right. But then you lose people. Yeah, Danny Diortez. I mean, uh, if you've never watched Fool Us before, watch Danny Diortez on Fool Us. It's just uh, and you know finding out what a special performance that was. Yes, you know, there's not going to be video of people with him with lay people. No, no. And by lay people, I mean Allison and. Uh, and, uh, and, and Donny Osmond, although I think Penn and Teller are pretty much lay people on that too. People aren't <laughs> following anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, he has a lecture series where he puts out a different lecture every month mm. or whatever. And I am a subscriber to that, mm. but sure enough, he is always surrounded by all stars and all of them just shaking their heads as mm -hmm. he works. And he definitely, you know, for a guy who you buy the lecture, so you, you can learn stuff. Right. And then what you learn, you want to talk about like being able to do stuff while you talk. Mm -hmm. the instructions he tells you to do while you're doing other stuff. You're like, what? I can't do that. <laughs> I, I can do that activity that you want me to do. If I can call like timeout, put my head under a towel <laughs> or something, well, I can think of the thing I need to think of and then do the rest. But uh, his ability, the, what, when you find out what he does while he does it, it's even, he's, you admire him even more. He's, yeah. Matt Donnelly's that magician that hands out the deck of cards, person picks a card, put the card back, then he puts his head down on the table yeah. and thinks for two minutes. That's his thing. <laughs> then he comes back up, picks up the deck, and goes on. <laughs> like I, try, I was trying to do one of his tricks in, the, in, one, of my, in one of my Yeah, shows. you said you were doing it. Yeah. But the problem was like, the audience is, is a lot of, he makes things so random and so seemingly incontrollable that if the audience misses on any of that stuff, then you've wasted a lot of people's time. <laughs> and you can't tell the audience it's their fault. Yeah. Uh, well, some magicians can. <laughs> and then also, you're, I have to do math while I'm talking. Oh, that's hard. That's, I don't have that skill. Well, I, I can I can use I can use an earpiece. I can have yes. people producers 
t- telling me stuff while I'm talking. That's true. You're good. You know, and occasionally, Andrew's done this two or three times. Yeah. Andrew's done this two or three times. Andrew has told me a joke that he wants me to do while I'm doing the very joke he's telling me. Wow. So he thinks of the joke when I start it. Yeah. He thinks he thought of it, but he actually got the idea because he heard me starting to do it. <laughs> and then he'll be explaining to me how to do the joke just milliseconds behind when I'm doing it. Yeah. Which is really confusing. Because <laughs> you want to say, Andrew, I'm doing that joke right now. Yes. Right yeah, now, yeah. as you're talking in my ear, I'm doing that joke. I thought of it, and I'm doing it. We got a question from our, one of our patrons who watches the live broadcast. Um, what is the significance of our sweaters? I'm not sure if it was mentioned. Oh, I'm just wearing a... Uh, uh, every year, yeah. I have designed... I don't design. Yeah. I have designed, but I think up a sweatshirt. Yeah. And I give the hoodies to um, about 50 friends, I think. Maybe a few more. I send them out around the world. So this year is a very, very uh, obvious one. It's very, very bright pink. Yeah. And we're both wearing the uh, the pink hoodies. I love but, it so much. But you'll also see Hondro wearing one. Yeah. You know, uh, Teller, of course. Reddy has one. Anybody that's kind of in my circle, you'll see, uh, we'll see wearing a, uh, a yeah. pink hoodie. And, uh, oh, my goodness gracious. You know what? Yeah. That was Penn Sunday School. Yeah. Cha cha cha. You become naked. Danny Diortez, don't miss him. You know, we love you. Hey, Matt, you want me to thank? Yes, I want to thank loyal members of the congregation who support us over at patreon.com slash pen. I went to the doctor recently. Thank you, because that's what happens by you guys supporting us on Patreon. I can seek medical help. Nicole Martin, Crazy Cat Lady Scoop, Nick Hemsing, Music Man, Jamie Thrasher, Rachel Hawkins, Jake Schneider, Pete Hoke, Kelly McCauley, Jeremy Davidson, Robin Garnett, Obi Dimitrian Jr., Jeremy R. 22, Winter Biakowski, Kristen Kledick, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scooplittle, Joe Mastrangelo, Jeremiah Jenkins, Matt the Mind Noodler, upcoming shows at themindnoodler.com. That's true. See me in Folsom and in Utah. Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Sean Magruder, Stephen Volcano, Jim the now 24 yearly performances Naked Magician, Scooped Mids, and Paul McBride. Thank you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.